Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 52, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. So welcome back, boys and girls. It's another Moo's Day Tuesday. So today, well, moo like you had one of those falling dreams and you wake up right when you're about to hit the ground. Ready? Three, two, one. Moo! Hi, everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So, Marv, you got locked in any bathroom stalls today? Oh, ha ha, Dave. Yeah, very funny. Oh, I'm only teasing, Marv. Oh, yeah? Well, how would you like it if I came on and made jokes about what happened to you? You know, on that beach with the donkey and the bag of popcorn and all those seagulls and your missing underwear? Okay, Marv, so let's get back to Isaiah. Now, yesterday we heard how the people of Judah were terrified because some of the other nations were coming to attack them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. But God said, nope, it's not going to happen, right? That's right. Now, you might think that King Ahaz in Jerusalem would celebrate that. But, you see, King Ahaz had already decided that he was going to get help from the Assyrians to stop Aram and Israel attacking him. So that's where he was putting his trust. He didn't really want to hear from Isaiah at all. He didn't want to hear from God, and so he tries to end the matter without hearing anything else. Oh, no, that's not good. No, it's not. But, you know, it doesn't matter whether he wants to hear it or not. God is going to tell him what is going to happen. He's going to give him a sign. Okay. Okay, well, Dave, what are we listening for today? Well, Marvin, we'll hear that God will bring the Egyptians and the Assyrians against King Ahaz. So the question is, how will God call them? Okay, got it, Dave. So how will God call the Egyptians and the Assyrians? Great. So hit it, Valerie. Isaiah 7, verses 10 to 25. The Lord spoke to Ahaz through Isaiah again, and he said, I am the Lord your God. Ask me to give you a sign. It can be anything in the deepest grave or in the highest heaven. But Ahaz said, I won't ask, I won't test the Lord. Then Isaiah said, Listen, you members of the royal family of David, isn't it enough for you to test the patience of human beings? Are you also going to test the patience of my God? The Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin is going to have a baby. She will give birth to a son and he will be called Emmanuel. He will still be very young when he can decide between right and wrong. Even before then, the lands of the two kings you fear will be ruined. The Lord will also bring the king of Assyria against you and he will bring him against your people and the whole royal family. That will be a time of trouble. It will be unlike any since the people of Ephraim broke away from Judah. At that time the Lord will whistle for the Egyptians. They will come like flies from the Nile River in Egypt. He will also whistle for the Assyrians. They will come from their country like bees. All of them will come and camp in the deep valleys. They will camp in caves in the rocks and they'll camp near bushes and water holes. At that time the Lord will use the Assyrians to punish you. Ahaz has hired them earlier from east of the Euphrates River. Now their king will be like a razor in the Lord's hand. He will shave the hair from your head and private parts. He will also shave off your beards. 
At that time, a person may only be able to keep alive one young cow and two goats, but they will give plenty of milk to live on. In fact, everyone left in the land will only have milk curds and honey to eat. The land used to have vineyards with 1,000 vines worth 25 pounds of silver. But soon the whole land will be covered with thorns and bushes. Hunters will go there with bows and arrows. That's because it will be covered with bushes and thorns. All the hills used to be ploughed with hoes. But you won't go there any more. That's because you will be afraid of the thorns and bushes. Cattle will be turned loose on those hills and sheep will also run there. Thanks, Valerie. So, Marvin, how will God call the Egyptians and the Assyrians? Oh, well, it said he will whistle for them, Dave. Yeah, that's right, Marvin. These huge nations with all their great armies, well, to God, they are like an obedient dog that comes when they are called. Oh, yeah, and then the Assyrians are going to come and cut all their beards and their hair off. That was weird. Yeah, that does sound pretty strange to us. But back in those days, when you defeated an enemy, well, you would shave their hair off. It was kind of a way of making someone look a bit stupid. Maybe like making them wear a silly hat. It was a sign that they had been beaten. They weren't in charge anymore. So God is telling Ahaz that the Assyrians, the ones that he thought would rescue them, well, God is going to use them to punish them. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Dave, well, what about the sign that Isaiah said God was going to give King Ahaz? Yeah, great question, Marvin, because here in Isaiah chapter 7, it's one of the places that we see God doing something very special. Something we saw again and again in season one as we worked our way through the big story of the Bible. In lots of ways, in lots of different Bible stories, God drops in little signposts, little clues pointing to the one that he had promised to send. Okay, okay, yeah, so this is one of those signposts? Yeah, it sure is, Marvin. So let me read verse 14 again. It said this, The virgin is going to have a baby. She will give birth to a son, and he will be called Emmanuel. Now, Isaiah maybe didn't know what those words were really pointing to when he said them. He would have been talking about a birth that he and Ahaz would get to see. And in fact, we're not totally sure which child Isaiah was talking about. There are a few different ideas about who that was. But Matthew, in his gospel, well, he sees that signpost for what it really was sees that Isaiah's words to Ahaz were really pointing to something much bigger, the ultimate sign that God would give the people of Israel, the arrival of the Messiah who would come to rescue them. So in Matthew chapter 1, as Matthew tells the story of Jesus being born, he writes this, All this took place to bring about what the Lord had said would happen. He had said through the prophet, The virgin is going to have a baby. She will give birth to a son, and he will be called Emmanuel. The name Emmanuel means God with us. What Matthew is saying is, look, this is what Isaiah was talking about all those years ago. Oh yeah, I see. So King Ahaz and the people of Judah, well, they were not faithful to God. They were putting their trust in the wrong things. But of course, God is faithful. And here we see God dropping in this amazing signpost, pointing all the way to Bethlehem hundreds of years later, when the virgin would give birth to Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's really incredible. Us, we don't know what will happen tomorrow, but God's got it all planned out. He always has had it planned out right from the beginning, or even before that. Today, boys and girls, let's praise God that his plans are so good. God could have wiped us all out. That's what we deserved, really. But no, God's plan was not to destroy us. His plan was for Emmanuel, for God to be with us, 
So let's thank him that all of history has been his amazing unfolding plan to be with us forever. That plan is so much better than we deserve it to be. Yep. Amen, Dave. God is good. All the time, Marvin. And, well, that's where we'll leave our Moose Dead Tuesday. So, boys and girls, have a great afternoon. And, well, we will see you tomorrow. Yep, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.